0: We welcome you to The Truth Simply Put, our broadcast and teaching series at the Basilea Commission. You're about to receive God's unadulterated word, brought to you by Pastor Alexander Victor. Challenging, uplifting, and provoking you to new dimensions in your kingdom walk. And now, today's message. Christ became everything I was let's try it again Christ became everything I was so that I could become everything that he is that is one statement that encapsulates everything about the swap about the great exchange about everything that Christ did for us and we've been exploring that over the past few weeks um, um, at this rate he swapped it, it is probably gonna get to like 15 or 16 parts by the time we're done but please stay 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 along with us as we continue this series so what was our first exchange after we dealt with atonement right in the introduction and our first exchange was what his his forgiveness for my punishment right because jesus was punished i am forgiven and the second exchange was his health and healing for my sickness because jesus was bruised bodily i have healing and health bodily right our third exchange was his righteousness for my sin because jesus became my sin i have now become his righteousness our fourth exchange was what his life for my death and what did i say because jesus died my death i now share in his life okay and then our fifth exchange was what nature for my old nature because jesus took my old nature i now have his nature new in parentheses, some of you learned the difference between parentheses and bracket in that exchange galatians chapter 3 and verse 10 i'm excited about today's exchange galatians chapter 3 and verse 10 i will read in the new king james if you're there um we'll do it together if you're not there just look up at the screen if you have a physical bible it'd be good for you to open it so that you can find it a it or something for as many verse 10 as are of the works of the law are under the curse that's a very strong statement <laughs> straight up right yeah. for as many as are of the works of the law are under the curse for it is written cursed is everyone who does not continue in all things somebody say all things things. which are written in the book of the law to do them stay in verse 10 go back to the nlt let's see how it puts this verse for those who depend on the law to make them right with god are under his curse for the scriptures say cursed is anyone who does not observe and obey can we say all the commands that are written in god's book of the law and there's not 10 commandments I've taught you in this house there's 10 commandments and then there's 613 others giving you a total of 623 I was sat there and one lady came and gave praise reports about menstruating the other lady came and gave reports about menstruating the third lady came and gave at the point I felt like I was menstruating <laughs> now according to the law In Leviticus, once your monthly flow starts, you're unclean. You're not supposed to come among us. Because as you came among us, everywhere you sat is unclean till evening. Everyone you touched is unclean and, and has to bathe. Are you following me? Every bed you sleep on is unclean. And for seven days after your flow ends, you stay away and be purified of your impurity. Who put the menses in the woman? Who called the menses unclean? What was he playing at? Okay, some people are waking up. Who who created the woman, the, the human anatomy? God. Who caused the cycle of life to start monthly? God. Who declared what he created unclean? Why would he create something and call it unclean if only good and perfect gifts come from him? So we already have a problem. I like it. Now I have your attention. So according to that law, all our sisters, they were giving praise report. Since last week was the week of the flow. As a church, we are totally unclean. We are all bound for hell. Yes. All of us. Whether you were part of the flow or not. You sat on a chair. You hugged somebody. You touched somebody. You spoke with someone. You shared a bed with someone. You entered a cab with someone who was uh, on a flow. You didn't know that they were on a flow. And the trumpet sounded. You are in hell. Hello. Because as many as are under the law are under put up new king james it doesn't say under a curse it says under the curse don't confuse it do you understand so that's why we don't sing you are a mighty god no you are the mighty god the great i am do you understand he's not a that's why christ is not a message christ is the message It's not a message. So don't confuse them. Nomenclature. For as many as are of the works of the law are under the curse. For it is written. Cursed is everyone who does not continue in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. Keep going. We're going to verse 14 verse 11. But that no one is justified by the law in the sight of God is evident for... The just shall live by faith. Quoting Habakkuk, quoting Romans, and then again in Galatians. For the just shall live by faith. Yet, the law is not of faith. But, if you choose to do them, you shall live by them. In other words, anybody who is caught in even a jot of the law, is judged according to the law and that judge is not a post judgment as though at the end of ages you'll be declared unrighteous it's a pre-judgment because we know that anyone who is keeping the law cannot be justified in the sight of god that's a pre-judgment put it back now pastor verse 11 but that no one is justified by the law in the sight of god is is evident just, just see the message let's its head might be correct in this verse the obvious because the message head is not always correct all the time so i use it very carefully the obvious impossibility of carrying out such a moral program should make it plain that no one can sustain a relationship with god that way the person who lives in right relationship with god does it by embracing what god arranges for him doing things for god is the opposite of entering into what God does for you and then you see Papa was right eh Habakkuk had it right the person who believes God is set right by God and that's the real life so you see that for those who are under the law it's not a, date, a judgment they're waiting for it's a pre-judgment And then you get to understand that in actual fact, and I'm defraying a little bit. In actual fact, you find that God doesn't condemn or judge anybody. People just condemn and judge themselves. So really, God is actually Mr. Nice Guy. He is. He is people are getting into trouble yes but if he sets before you law and grace through faith and you choose to be bound by the law you will be judged according to what you chose does that make sense you'll be judged according to what you chose and if you fall and fall therein it's your problem because the grace of God appeared unto how many men amen, amen men means all. He left no one out. Put us back in verse 11. Actually, let's go to 12. Whew. Yet the law is out of faith, but the man who does them shall live by them. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Okay, hold on a second, sir. Jesus said in Luke that um, I did, do not think, he says, that I came to abolish the law. But I came to fulfill it. And therefore, apologists of grace and works tell us that the law is still in force because Jesus did not come to abolish it, but to keep it in force, hence, fulfill it. Let us paraphrase according to this Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Then it means Jesus says, Do not think I came to abolish the curse. But I came to fulfill the curse so that it becomes easier for you to manage living under or with the curse. The devil is a liar. It just just all of a sudden makes perfect sense. Because as many as are under the law are under the curse. And Christ has redeemed us from the curse. Of the Lord there's no way he could have preserved what was the curse say because Christ took the curse, took the curse. I now have the blessing Very shortly, I will show you how curses are a product of the curse. Just as blessings, what you call blessings, are product of the blessing. Let's, let's finish it. Verse 14. Galatians 3:14. Okay, let's stay here, verse 13. Christ has become redeemers from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, for it is written, again back to Deuteronomy, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. And that what was quoted there was a law. So every time the law was applied, a curse was inferred. A curse was implied yeah that sounds more like a rhyme right every time the law was applied a curse was implied hallelujah I feel like a bishop right now zadabaga every, every time the law was in view a curse was inferred every time so it, it's quoting a law here and the law is saying every, curse is everyone who hangs on a tree 14 that the blessing somebody said the blessing the blessing Of Abraham might come upon us Gentiles in Christ Jesus that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith so I've told you over and over you cannot sing Abraham's blessings are mine because what Abraham got was the blessing are we good so we have, we have seen that the law is a curse. And even if it were not a curse, no one can be made right with God by keeping it. So at the end of successfully keeping the law, you still were not righteous. And that's really sad. Because the, right, the law has no righteous element. <laughs> The law has no righteous element. The the, the reason the law was given was not ever to make a man righteous. Even if you successfully kept it, it would just have succeeded in modifying your behavior. And at best, here's what you become a proselyte, a Gentile Jew a converted Gentile who became a Jew by virtue of behavioral modification, just like Ngozi will marry Aminu and they remove the jeans and top and wear jalabia and hijab and change her name to Mariamu and they ask her how you doing Ngozi? Alhamdulillah do you understand? at that point she just took on the behavior of the new religion even though she wasn't originally it. Yeah. Make sense? So if you successfully kept the law, all you become at best is a proselyte. A, that's what they're called. A, a Gentile who converted to Judaism. And the payment for that is death. Remember? Yeah for the wages of sin is death and how do we know that the law is sin whatever is not of faith Romans 14 is sin (laughs) is the law of faith no For a Romans 11, 4 to 6, somewhere there, put it up in New King James. Romans, you have to be quick. But what does the divine response say? I've reserved for myself 7,000 men who have not bowed the knee to Baal. Keep going. For even so, then, at this present time, there is a remnant according to the election of grace. See verse 6 and if by grace, then it is no longer of works, otherwise, grace is no longer grace. Keep going. But if it is of works, it is no longer grace otherwise work is no longer work I mean how much clearer could it be How much clearer so when Paul says Romans 14 that whatever that's why the, the guys who are against the message of grace the first person they go for is the messenger because if they can successfully discredit Paul then they can successfully plant doubts in your heart that Paul's theology was flawed in favor of Jude's theology, in favor of John's theology, in favor of Peter's theology. So what they do all the time is to attack and try to discredit Paul as being in diametric opposition to what Jesus preached. And I've showed you here before and I will show you again that all Jesus preached and acted was grace. All through. Even when he deployed the language of the law, his message was grace. I mean, what did Paul preach to them from? The law. What did he commend Timothy for? In 2 Timothy 2, For I know that since that was a a child that has known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise. Guess what he says? Make you wise unto salvation. Full stop. To prep you to receive Christ. Oh, yeah, yeah, you missed that. <laughs> you, able to make you wise, how far? Onto and no further. Did I just help somebody? Onto salvation. Uh, who is salvation? Christ so thou hast known the holy scriptures that are able to intimate you about christ when that he appears that you are able to identify what the scriptures were talking about and starting at moses and all the prophets Luke 24 he expounded to them all the things in scriptures concerning himself Moses wrote of me, John chapter 5. He wrote of me and therefore on that day he's the one that will condemn you because he spoke of me and it's okay that you don't believe me because Moses wrote of me and you don't believe him. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, leprosy, him. Menstrual flow, him. Don't mix two fabrics in your body, I am the Lord, him. Don't make tattoos on your body, no incisions for the dead, I am the Lord, Christ. Christ so all Moses was writing was what he saw I beg your pardon who he saw And that's why when your preachers are preaching that according to Exodus 33 and 34, that account, when he saw the glory of God, he covered his face because there was so much glory Israel couldn't bear to look at it. We understand from 2 Corinthians chapter 3 that Moses was ashamed and in pain because what he saw was so little he was passing and he will not be alive when the fullness of it comes. So he had to cover his face to hide the little glory that was passing that's why verse 18 can start with but we Moses hiding his face me opening my face and beholding the fullness of the glory because that glory is Christ. Hebrews 1.3 Who being the brightness of his image and the express image of his person, he is Christ. 2 Corinthians 4.6 We behold the, the glory of God in the face of Christ. For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. So when Habakkuk two fourteen says, "For the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God," who was Habakkuk talking about? Christ, because he is the glory of God so who did Habakkuk see when he prophesied Christ that's why Jesus could take Habakkuk and show those two guys and say hey I'm the one Habakkuk was talking about chapter 2 verse 1 write the vision make it plain that they that see it might run with it though it delay wait for it for it shall speak and shall not lie for the vision is for an appointed time and then Hebrews comes and shows you that that vision is Christ when he quotes A he that shall come shall come and shall not tarry referencing habakkuk chapter 2 that you use to justify your small vision the lord gave me a vision of my business write it down make it plain that you do that read it My run with it don't run now no it wasn't talking about you or your vision it's talking about christ Grace is no longer works. Otherwise, grace cannot be said. To be grace, if it works, it's not grace. Or else, work cannot be said? To be works. So when you finish keeping the entire law, guess what your payment is? Death. Because all of it, is sin. Why is it sin? Because it's done without faith, and without faith, according to Hebrews eleven six, it is impossible to please God. Whatever is not of faith, it is sin. He that knows what to do and does not do it, James five, to him it is sin. So anything you do according to the ordinances of the law in the era of grace is sin, and the wages of that is death. Say because Christ became the curse. I now, I now have the blessing so we see that very very clear put up galatians three fourteen back on the screen so we can read that very carefully that the blessing of abraham might come upon the gentiles in christ jesus that we might receive the promise of the spirit through faith i wish i had time to show you how paul says that the, the law was given to those that were under it so really if you look at it according to scripture you and i gentiles have never been under the law never been under the law so we can't even, it's wrong for us to even start our faith journey by referencing something we were never under in the first place so as far as God is concerned you never came from another place that's why his issues with Israel are ongoing (laughs) Uh, drop it Genesis 22 I just, I just open a can of worms and I will leave it there. You see, because Israel is a people before it is a system. Israel is a place as much as it is an antitype of the church. And the fact that something is symbolic and allegorical does not take away its sometimes literal implication. And we'll do eschatology, hopefully, if we do it, he will see it. Genesis 22, you know the premise, right? Take your son, your only son whom you love, which is very, very, very very confusing, you know? Because at this time, Ishmael was nearly, nearly 30. <laughs> Genesis chapter 22 verse one. I love to teach. Now it came to pass after these things that God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, here I am. Then he said, take now your son. I love God's word. Your only son, Isaac, whom you love. And go to the land of Mariah and offer him there. Excuse me, where was Ishmael? I mean, take your son whom you love, who might have made a bit of sense, but God said, Your only son. Because according to the promise, there was only one son the begotten son, a type of Christ. So there was Ishmael, but Ishmael was begotten of the bond woman. Galatians 4 will show you later. Hagar was called the bond woman, the slave woman. So that was outside the promise, outside the blessing. That was your own arrangement holy spirit help me teach your people this thing which i know that you will do so i used it to counter the other part of the promise i showed you the same thing about two trees right the tree of good or knowledge of evil and the knowledge of good and evil and the tree of life and god said don't eat this one but he knew that the one he said they should not eat is the one they would eat i also showed you how barnabas Barabbas, son of man, and Jesus, son of man, two men, two systems, and God knew they would choose Barabbas, and it had to be that they chose Barabbas for Jesus to be crucified. And God tells Abraham, Brother, I'm going to give you a son through Sarah. And through his seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. (laughs) How can such a thing be? And past age, Sarah herself, her womb is dead. God knew that if I lock this womb up long enough, an Ishmael will show up. And I need an Ishmael to be an antitype of this covenant but I ain't going to give you an Ishmael because inside is your evil mind and Ishmael is there already I will just make the atmosphere conducive enough for him to manifest crank the heat up lock her womb who made Hannah barren God for God closed up her womb why if Jesus was coming Oh, sorry, Samuel. Yeah. Because he was a type of Christ, mediator between God and man. And he had to come only after Penina has finished giving birth to us. Yeah. So we can distinguish these sons from the begotten. Yes. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Are you getting this? So, in God's scheme of things, by virtue of Elkanah and Hannah, they had one son. That's why Eli told, Don't worry about Penina laughing at you. She has children. (laughs) You are going to have a son. So don't let her children sway you. Do you understand? Hagar had a child. Ishmael. But because Ishmael did not come from the womb of the begotten, he was not quite regarded as a son. Because the begotten was Sarah's womb. So God tells Abraham, take your son, your only son, as far as I'm concerned. Do you see any other place in scripture where the tree of the knowledge of good and evil is referenced? So really, how many trees were there? Tree of life. Oh, but was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil there? It was. Was it a tree? Yeah, it was. It looked like, right? <laughs> <laughs> but post sin trigger you don't hear that tree anymore. This job is done. Post rivalry trigger you don't quite hear of Ishmael only in genealogies until Galatians 4. So how many sons did Abraham have really? One. I mean he went on married Keturah in Genesis 25 went on to have other sons and daughters Teknan, but he had one son go and kill him <laughs> now you see the premise that one son one killing and Abraham went and killed him yes. Yes. verse 15 so moving on, as a result of Abraham killing him Genesis twenty-two fifteen. then the Lord, the angel of the Lord the angel, I've showed you in this house that's different to an angel referring to Christ in his pre-incarnate state so Christ without a body was the angel of the Lord because every time the angel of the Lord showed up in opposition to an angel, the angel was worshipped. And angels cannot receive worship. Only God receives it. And every time the angel of the Lord appears, they will sacrifice to him. Amen. I'm going to die Oh, I have seen the Lord. Samson's mom said. <laughs> oh, man. Can you see the angel in capital A? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because he, jews did not know what to call that being because he was not, not like any other angel they had seen so they referenced him the angel the messenger of the lord just like they say, they call him acts chapter 4 your your holy servant jesus have you seen it before acts 10 4 10 11 12 in fact king james because he was already doctored and adulterated actually renders it your holy child jesus injecting the catholic feel into it from the Church of England. Who will teach Bible soon? <laughs> and the angel of the Lord called to him. Are you still here? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a time out of heaven. And said, "By myself. Wait, wait, now, wait." <laughs> are you growing in your knowledge of the Word? Yeah. Mm-hmm okay so this, this i should go back go back to verse 15 okay put king james some people trust only king james and the angel of the lord hmm, called unto abraham out of heaven the second time and said by myself i have sworn say the lord For because thou hast not done this thing, and thou hast done this thing, and has not beheld thy son, thine only son, that in blessing, I will bless thee. And in multiplying, I will multiply thy seed. Not seeds. And you would have thought that seed, small s, is Isaac. Because who is in view right now? Isaac. As the stars of heaven. And as the sand which is upon the seashore. And thy seed. Shall possess the gates of his enemies. And in thy seed. Shall all the nations of the earth. Be blessed. Because thou hast obeyed. My voice. So we see the curse. In Galatians chapter 3, the origin of the curse, the law. We see the blessing in Genesis 22, the origin of the blessing. Let's tie it up. Let's see what Paul was quoting in Deuteronomy chapter 27. Strap up, it's going to be a wonderful ride. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Genesis 27, I would look for. Where do I go from? Ooh. From From verse. Uh, it actually starts from verse 16. You know? So we just go. We just flash it right up to, right up to verse 26, right? So Genesis, Deuteronomy 27, 16. Mayowa. Cursed is the one who treats. Next verse. And all the people shall say. Can you imagine declaration? In fact, let's do it. Next verse. (laughs) Cursed is the one who moves his neighbor's landmark. And all the people shall say. Cursed is the one who makes the blind to wander off the road. And all the people shall say. Cursed is the one who perverts the justice due the stranger. The fatherless and the widow. And all the people shall say we going. Cursed is the one who lies with his father's wife because he has uncovered his father's bed and all the people shall say. Amen. Cursed is the one who lies with any kind of animal and all the people shall say. Amen. Cursed is the one who lies with his sister the daughter of his father or the daughter of his mother and all the people shall say. Amen. Cursed is the one who lies with his mother-in-law because by now it does not affected you. you are thinking oh yeah no me sleep with animal no now sleep with my father's wife no now sleep with my sister eh, no now why nigeria the place is crazy it's crazy Curse is the one who likes his mother-in-law no i'm not even married and all the people shall say Amen. i will catch you soon curse is the one who attacks his neighbor secretly and all the people shall say Amen. Cursed is the one who takes a bribe to slay an innocent person and all the people shall say verse 26, we'll catch you now. (laughs) Cursed is the one who does not confirm all the words of this law. Stay there, stay there. No, go back. Stay there. NLT. Cursed is anyone who does not affirm and obey the terms of these instructions. And all the people shall say amen. Now, some of you didn't say it. Because all of a sudden you're thinking, okay, well, in this nine or ten they called, I was okay. But um, all these 623, my Amen is not inside. Skip to a chapter later, the famous Deuteronomy 28. Famous scripture, very famous. The blessings only last but for a moment. <laughs> 14 verses long. The courses start from verse 15. And we are going to read it all right through till the end, verse 68. Deuteronomy 28 15. If I finish it next week, I finish next week. Deuteronomy me twenty-eight, fifteen. But it shall come to pass if you do not obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all his commandments which and status which I command you today that all these curses, who is speaking? God how many of you are familiar with this verse? there is hardly any chapter more scary in scripture than Genesis 28 all these curses will come upon you one and overtake you one, curse shall you be in the city and curse shall you be in the country Cursed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Cursed shall be the fruit of your body and the produce of your land and the increase of your cattle and the offspring of your flock. Basically, your entire workmanship is cursed. Cursed shall you be when you come in. Don't bother. Cursed shall you be when you go out. No option. The Lord will send on you cursing, confusion, and rebuke in all that you set your hand to do until you are destroyed and until you perish quickly because of the wickedness of your doings in which you have forsaken me the lord will make the plague cling to you until he has consumed you from the land which you are going to possess the lord will strike you with consumption with fever with inflammation with severe burning fever with the sword with scorching with mild dew they shall pursue you until you perish keep going and your heavens which are over your head shall be bronze braz and the earth which is under you shall be iron so no yield no increase no productivity the lord will change the rain of your land to powder and dust from the heaven it shall come down on you until you are destroyed the lord will cause you to be defeated before your enemies you shall go out one way against them and flee seven ways before them and you shall become troublesome to all the kingdoms of the earth we'll stop there before we continue look at me if you struggle to give and to love and to serve and to commit and to grow and to change. You don't understand what the cross saved you from. You don't. You don't. You make light of your salvation so you make light of your love. Make light of your giving. You make light of your obedience. You make light of your submission. You can only laugh now because you have a minute understanding of what you have been delivered from. You will not be laughing like this a few months ago, a few years ago. We take lightly what the cross did. You don't stand a chance, sir. And you're thinking, what a mean God. Can I shock you? All of this was in God's love. Yeah. It was in his love that he blocked every other path in your way except the one leading to Christ. Yeah. Your carcasses shall be food for all the birds of the air and the beasts of the earth and no one shall frighten them away. The Lord will strike you with the boils of Egypt, with tumors, with the scab and with the itch from which you cannot be healed. The Lord will strike you with madness and blindness and confusion of heart you shall grope at noonday as a blind man gropes in darkness you shall not prosper in your ways you shall only be oppressed and plundered continually and no one shall save you you shall betroth a wife but another man shall lie with her you shall build a house but you shall not dwell in it you shall plant a vineyard but shall not gather its grapes keep going it's a long read your ox shall be slaughtered before your eyes but you shall not eat of it your donkey shall be violently taken away from before you and shall not be restored to you your sheep shall be given to your enemies And you shall have no one to rescue them. Your sons and your daughters shall be given to another people. And your eyes shall look and fail with longing for them all day long. And there shall be no strength in your hand. Keep going. A nation whom you have not known shall eat the fruit of your land and the produce of your labor. And you shall only be oppressed and crushed continually so you shall be driven mad because of the sight which your eyes see you have to be quick the Lord will strike you in the knees and on the legs with severe boils which cannot be healed and from the sole of your foot to the top of your head the Lord will bring you and the king whom you set over you to a nation which neither you nor your fathers have known and there you shall serve other gods wood and stone and you shall become an astonishment a proverb a byword among all the nations where the Lord will drive you You shall carry out much seed to the field, but gather little in, for the locusts shall consume it. You shall plant vineyards and tend them, but you shall neither drink of the wine nor gather the grapes, for the worms shall eat them. You shall have olive trees throughout your territory, but you shall not anoint yourself with the oil, for your olives shall drop off you shall begot sons and daughters but they shall not be yours for they shall go into captivity locusts shall consume all your trees and the products of your land moreover all these curses somebody say curses shall come upon you and pursue and overtake you until you are destroyed because you did not obey the voice of the lord your god to keep his commandments and his statutes which he commanded you keep going we're not done and they shall be upon you for a sign and a wonder and on your descendants forever because you did not serve the lord your god with joy and gladness of heart for the abundance of everything therefore you shall serve your enemies whom the lord will send against you in hunger in thirst in nakedness and in need of everything and he will put a yoke of iron on your neck until he has destroyed you The Lord will bring a nation against you from afar, from the end of the earth as swift as the eagle flies, a nation whose language you will not understand, a nation of fierce countenance which does not respect the elderly nor show favor to the young. And they shall eat the increase of your livestock and the produce of your land until you are destroyed. They shall not leave you grain or new wine or oil or the increase of your cattle or the offspring of your flocks until they have destroyed you. They shall besiege you at all your gates until your high and fortified walls in which you trust come down. Throughout all your land they shall besiege you and at all your gates throughout all your land which the Lord your God has given you. You shall eat the fruit of your own body, the flesh of your sons and daughters whom the Lord your God has given you in the siege and desperate straits in which your enemy shall distress you. The sensitive and very refined man among you will be hostile towards his brother, towards the wife of his bosom, and towards the rest of his children whom he leaves behind, so that he will not give any of them the flesh of his children whom he will eat. Keep going. Because he has nothing left in the siege and desperate straits in which your enemy shall distress you at all your gates. Keep going. We're not done. We're going right at the end. The tender and delicate women among you, who will not venture to set the sole of her foot on the ground because of her delicateness and sensitivity, will refuse to be husband of her bosom and to her son and to her daughter, her placenta which comes out from between her feet and her children whom she will bear for she will eat them secretly for lack of anything in the siege and desperate straits in which your enemy shall distress you at your gates. If you do not carefully observe all the words of this law that I have written in the book, that you may fear this glorious and awesome name, the Lord your God. Then the Lord will bring upon you and your descendants extraordinary plagues, great and prolonged plagues, and serious and prolonged sicknesses. Moreover, he will bring back on you all the diseases of Egypt, of which you were afraid, and they shall cling to you also every sickness and every plague which is not written in this book of the law will the Lord bring upon you until (laughs) (laughs) you shall be left few in number Whereas you are the stars of heaven in multitude. Mark that phrase. Because you will not obey the voice of the Lord your God. And it shall be that just as the Lord rejoiced over you to do you good and multiply you. So the Lord will rejoice over you to destroy you and bring you to nothing. And you shall be plucked from off the land which you go to possess. Then the Lord will scatter you among all peoples from one end of the earth to the other. And there you shall serve other gods which neither you nor your fathers have known, wood and stone. And among those nations you shall find no rest. Nor shall the sole of your foot have a resting place. But there the Lord will give you a trembling heart, failing eyes and anguish of soul. Your life shall hang in doubt before you. You shall fear day and night and have no assurance of life. In the morning you shall say, oh, that it were evening. And in the evening, oh, that it were morning. Because of the fear which terrifies your heart. And because of the sights which your eyes see. Last verse. And the Lord will take you back to Egypt in ships. By way of which I said to you, you shall never see it again. And there you shall be offered for sale to your enemies as male and female slaves. But no one will even buy you. i read it because for many of you here you have never heard it read out loud before for some of you here you haven't even seen that portion of your bible before for others you have been terrified by that scripture now a lot of these things happened to israel physically that's why i said don't let people confuse you with symbolisms and as opposed or canceling out literal stuff do you understand But all that happened was still a pointer to us and to Christ. Because guess what catalyzes all these curses? The law. The law. Trying to obey it is guaranteeing to fail. Trying to obey it is you are going to fail. You cannot do it. And therefore, you are under the curse that brings about the curses. Galatians chapter 3, verse 10. For as many as are of the works of the law are under the curse. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who does not continue in all the things which are written in the book of the law to do them. Is this beginning to make sense to you? So every act of obedience in the law is a catalyst for the curse. You have to obey God to get anything God has to offer. It's just God. He doesn't give out freebies. You have to obey. If you don't obey, as you can see for yourself, when, when a man is chasing you to destroy you, you can run to God and God is chasing you to destroy you where are you going to run <laughs> so the question now becomes why will God be so mad How will God be so evil I mean God he sounds so venomous so vindictive so angry Chase you down, even when they sell you as slaves, nobody will still want to buy Galatians chapter 3, verse 22. I need time to teach, these evenings are not working for me. I need time to teach, but the scripture has confined all how many all under sin i've explained to you what sin is right that the promise by faith in jesus christ might be given to those who believe keep going to verse 22 but before faith came we were kept under god by the law Kept for the faith which will afterward be revealed. Hold on. Stay there. Go back to verse 23. That means every time God was setting a law, it was faith that was on his mind. Every time God was setting a law for you to obey that he knew you could not obey. What was on his mind was the faith that was to come. So, before you call God wicked, check out his love. So, be care- I've told you in this house, be careful when you start to bind Satan. A lot of things you accuse him of. He's too busy doing the nonsense you're accusing him of. He doesn't have time for that. Before you bind the devil, find the providence of God. For before faith came... We were kept under guard by the law. So, here's what God does. God carries all of creation. Romans 8. Uh, We'll come back here. Romans 8. There are pastors in this room. Romans 8 verse from 18 Let's go from 18. Romans, Romans 8, 18. For I consider that the sufferings of this present age are not worthy to be compared with the glory that which shall be revealed in us. See verse 19. For the earnest expectation of the creation earnestly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. Now see verse 20. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope. God takes you before creation and binds you with the law. Because only a bound man can be saved. Is anybody listening to me tonight? A free man cannot be saved so he puts subjects creation to futility and binds us all under the law under sin in hope. Galatians (sighs) 3.23 Kept for the faith Go on. Which will So the law was not given to be eternal. The law was not given to last. The law wasn't given to be adhered. The law wasn't given to be permanent. The law wasn't the best God could do. Yes. Kept afterwards for the faith which will be revealed. 24, 24. Therefore, the law was our tutor to bring us to Christ that we might be justified Amen. by faith. The idea is you are blocked here, there, 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 623 ways you are blocked. One day you look and one day say, behold, the Lamb of God that takes away. You'll be like, yeah, that's the only door that's remaining. That's the only way that's remaining. That's the only truth that's remaining. Because every other one is guaranteed to take you nowhere. Every other one is a curse. So he comes and he looks at God. You see, that's why your salvation is an entirely God transaction. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. God looks at God and he says, Wow, and I saw so you mad rich. No. You, so th- th- these guys are dead. They're destroyed. Their are, they are, they are, they are productivity, their procreation, everything about them is, is a hopeless case. They, they are cursed. They're going to destroy them. You know, oh, hold up! I am the curse! Destroy me, scatter me abroad, cause me to be rejected, cause me to be scorned, cause me to be ridiculed, cause me to be sick, curse me to be judged. Oh, okay, they, they hang people on the tree and it's a curse. Hang me on a tree as it is written cursed is every man that hangs on the tree at the point he stretched on listen by the time of Jesus crucifixion as a form of capital punishment was only a few hundred years old at the time it was prophesied that Jesus would be hung on a tree the Romans were not yet crucifying people So about four or five hundred years before before jesus bc before they started to in, in order that luke will always be quick to add that it might be fulfilled what was written go and read the book of luke every time something happened luke was as a doctor he was meticulously documented that it might be fulfilled that it might be fulfilled that it might be fulfilled what was written they brought it about and all of a sudden the romans woke up one day and thought you know what it would be great to just carry criminals and stretch them on a tree and just let them die, and let them be scorned at. And who puts that idea in them? God. Galatians three thirteen. Christ, therefore, put it up, has redeemed us from the curse of the law, not having excused the curse, not having removed the curse not having canceled the curse but having become the curse for us for it is written cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree Romans chapter 5 Romans chapter five. Amen. Forgive me. I'm gonna I can't do this in two parts. I have to finish this. Is that okay? I can't do this. Romans chapter five. What pastor, what are you saying? So we cannot fulfill Romans chapter five, verse twelve. It will begin to blow your mind. Verse 12. Verse 12. Romans 5, 12. Therefore, just as through one man sin entered the world and death through sin, and thus death spread to all men because all sinned. Go on, for until the law sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law keep going nevertheless death reigned from Adam to Moses even over those who had not sinned according to the likeness of the transgression of adam who is a type of him who was to come for the free gift is not like the offense but for if by the one man's offense many died much more the grace of god and the gift by the grace of the one man jesus christ abounded to many keep going and the gift is not like that which came through the one who sinned for the judgment which came from one offense resulted in condemnation but the free gift watch where the free gift came from not from god's obedience so what triggered the free gift the free gift was triggered by many offenses one disobedience led to many sins Many sins brought about one man's obedience. Yeah. Yeah. Full circle. Yeah. That's why Paul said that he had to be that sin would become exceedingly sinful yeah. to trigger the gift of God. A free gift which came from many offenses resulted in justification keep going 17 for if by the one man's offense death reigned through the one much more those who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one jesus christ keep going it's getting there it's getting there therefore as through one man's offense judgment came to all men resulting in condemnation even so through one man's righteous act The free gift came to all men, resulting in justification of life. It's getting there. For this is the word for as by one month many were made sinners, so also, so Jesus came, lifted the whole of Deuteronomy 28 and said god you need somebody everybody to obey you right because if everybody anybody disobeys you they are cursed right so i am a new somebody And I am going to take the entire curse of everybody's disobedience. And then as the new somebody, I am going to obey you fully according to your status. And then everybody I give birth to becomes a somebody that has obeyed you. So he comes as one man the curse of the entire world past present future and says punish me for their disobedience I am everybody and then he says also as everybody okay I'm only one body I obey you in full only me because all of us cannot obey you but if I obey you fully since one man disobeyed you and disobedience and sin came into the entire world let there be a new man that obeys you so that from me, everybody I give birth to has obeyed you. He swapped it. Christ became everything I was so that I could become everything that He is. He took the curse, became the curse was punished as the curse was killed according to the curse and all that point now do you understand what Isaiah means in chapter 53 when he says and it pleased the father to bruise him because all the anger all the justice of God according to Deuteronomy 28 was being lashed out on the entire world in the person of one man God was not going to relent. God was not going to cut corners. God was going to carry out everything he swore in Deuteronomy 28. God did not change his nature. God does not change his nature. He fulfilled all his wrath in Christ. And when he was bruising that, it was me that was on his mind. It was only me. Only me. Only me on his mind. And he took it, took the curse, was was made naked according to the curse. They will take you to buy and nobody will buy. They put a criminal and put a just man. And they chose. And they rejected someone who had more value than a criminal rejected of men rejected and afflicted Isaiah 53 we esteemed him stricken of God smitten of him and afflicted there was no comeliness in him that any man should desire him but he was wounded for our transgressions he was bruised for our iniquities the chastisement of my peace was upon him and by his stripes I am healed Because Jesus took my curse, I now have his blessing. He swapped it. Ah, I'll continue this. Next. I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. We'll pick it up next week. Or whenever else the Lord leads us to continue what in life. But it's, it's so major. It's major what the Lord did. Major what the Lord did did you see Genesis 28 that oppression was the result of disobedience and God does not have a disobedience problem with you anymore because of Christ where are you getting oppression from everything is I'm slaving hard I'm doing everything and nothing is working where are you getting that report from because that was only the dividend of disobedience now, not only did he take the law, not only did he take the curse, he took the particular thing by which the curse came about. So he removed both the manifestation and the stump of it. So not only are you removed from the curse, you are removed from what can generate the curse. Yeah. Because if you removed the, the, the manifestations, the symptoms of the curse, but left the roots in place, very soon you grow up into a curse. Yes. So he removed the law. Because the law's job is done. Yes. We're kept for the faith that will afterwards be revealed. But now, Galatians 3.24, but now that faith is here. Go back, Galatians three twenty four. Therefore, the law was our tutor to bring us to Christ, that we might be justified by faith. See the next verse. But after faith has come, who was the tutor? What was his job? Bring you to faith. So law kept you bound nothing you could do go left Lord blocked you go right Lord blocked you go up Lord blocked you go right bleed every month the Lord blocked you wear polyester and cotton the Lord blocked you plant cocoa and fill it with filler crops the Lord blocked you be raped by a man and you didn't shout you marry him by force the Lord blocked you everything you did the Lord blocked you. He said, God is evil. No, God is love. He was behind it. Boxing you in and keeping you down because only, Jesus said, Jesus said, Jesus said, this, the well do not need a physician. He said, only the sick need a physician. So if you were not bound, how would you have been freed? If you're not in slavery, why, how would you sing, I'm redeemed? How would you say you are the price possession, the purchased possession? So here's what he does he sends it ahead and binds you. Now you are trying to use what bound you to please him. When he's the one that bound you, knowing that you already grossly displease him. And so you are changed perpetually, and time is ticking. Time is ticking. Time is ticking and then for many offenses the free gift comes in you are freed there is therefore now no condemnation and then you now want to live under what was given to bring you to a particular destination and you want to convince me and call it balance are you mad haven't you seen that madness is a result of the curse in deuteronomy 28 are you mad That somehow I should be convinced to understand that even this grace has an element of what was a chain, a prisoner, a jailer. So God will still borrow from what was supposed to go from point A to point B. I'm at point B and God needs to use it to sustain me. How do you then describe that scripture that says for as many as are under the works of the law are under the curse. Galatians three ten. How do you then explain that Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law? No, the old is gone; the new is here. That's a swap. It's not a remix it's not a sweetening it's not soup that was going sour you now put the same soup in the pot add small pepper add small spice add small fish make it look no no that's not what the cross did if any man be in Christ he's a new creation you never existed before they they can't trace you they can't even trace you to the old Adam you're a new creation what? they cannot trace you. You are born according to first Peter, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible seed. I know some of you are very quiet and contemplative, but man, the way it is doing my tummy, like like Sam said of his mom, this is the kind of things that make things move inside my something moving inside my stomach. When I when I think of the goodness of God and all he has done for me, my very soul. <laughs> I'll finish this next week. If you if you are if you are allowing yourself to be deceived to believe that you are under a curse, that the heavens over you, when Stephen laid nails down and he said, "I see the heavens open," and somehow over you they have succeeded in closing the heavens when he became the curse that was the reason for which God said he will close the heavens nothing is working no not for sons not for sons because he became the curse and you walked into the blessing I will show you after Genesis 22 you see how Abraham's life changed because he connected with the blessing Genesis 24 verse 1 starts by saying and by this time, two chapters later, God had blessed Abraham in all things. Genesis 24 1. I wish I could teach this thing and finish it tonight, but time is gone. Now Abraham was old, well advanced in age, and the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. Why? Because he received the blessing in Genesis 22. So by 24, two chapters later, he had exploded on every side because he had seen the one who sees me. Because yeah. he had tapped into A. He had tapped into the promise. He had tapped into the blessing. He realized I cannot because Terra's issue cannot affect me. Haran's issue cannot affect me. Genesis 2 of where he was, where God called him cannot affect him. Abram's issue cannot affect me. I am blessed of the Lord and therefore once I understand that I've received the blessing all the blessings follow me that's why David could have the David could have the impunity to say surely goodness and mercy you know what follow me follow me follow me not me chasing them not me organizing programs to break curses which curse are you breaking Curse, are you breaking when he became not? Pap says, is, Did you not see it in your Bible? He became, he became somebody say, he became, he became my curse, not he will become, not he is becoming, he became my curse, he became my curse that the blessing of Abraham might come upon me. Oh, Father, thank you. Galatians chapter 3. Verse 15, brethren, I speak in the manner of men, Genesis 22, Genesis 22, okay, Genesis 22, let me just show you this and um, we will go from verse 17. Genesis 22, 17. In blessing, I will bless you. And in multiplying, I will multiply your descendants as the stars of heaven and the sun, which is the seashore. And your descendants shall possess the gates of the enemies. Verse 18. In your seed. Somebody say seed. All the nations of the earth shall be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. Galatians chapter 3. In your seed, right? And that was the prophecy about Isaac. Galatians chapter 3, verse 15. Fifteen, Galatians 3, brethren, I speak in the manner of men. Though it is only a man's covenant, yet if it is confirmed, no one annuls or adds to it. Now watch this. (laughs) Now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. He does not say unto seeds as of many. But as of one unto your seed, which is Christ. Scripture is very clear. So when you read Genesis twenty-two and God is speaking to Abraham, God is saying, "In in Christ, I will bless you." and in christ coming through your lineage all the nations of the earth shall be blessed but because you are seeking a city whose builder and founder is god and you do not see things that's why their faith was the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen that is not my faith because he was giving a receipt for something he could not see god pacified him by giving him something who could see so isaac was not the son of promise isaac was not the seed but just so that abraham can understand what god meant by sonship god gave him isaac in time as a tangible down payment Christ the real seed that was to come the same way Christ wants to be married to you but you don't understand the concept of intimacy between God and man so God institutes marriage to teach you a type of the relationship so marriage is not about sex marriage is not about children marriage is not about multiplication marriage is about teaching you how God expects you to bond with Christ that's the only reason he gave marriage. Uh, in the process, enjoy the sex. In the process, have the children. In the process, chase 10,000. In the process, multiply and increase in the earth. But the primary purpose of it is to reveal Christ and the church. In the same way he throws Isaac in the mix, but he was nothing to do with that kid. It makes it clear that your seed, the seed that God told Abraham. Was Christ the blessing of Abraham I come upon the Gentiles so when I say I mean that's what Jesus saw Holy Spirit in look when he looked at the woman he said not, not this woman a daughter of Abraham yeah. so basically what Jesus did was to justify the woman's healing by tracing her to her covenant with him yeah. yes, and her covenant with him predates Sabbath I yes. you you understand what i'm saying her covenant the abrahamic covenant precedes the law so the law could not stop abraham entering the sir. that's why paul says holy spirit that the law given 430 years later cannot annul what came by promise So, Jesus looking at the woman bent over for 18 years, right? With the issue of blood on the Sabbath. Sabbath did not have an issue on Jesus. That's why Jesus broke the Sabbath without breaking the Sabbath. Broke the Sabbath, but didn't break the law. Because he's Lord of the Sabbath. And before the Sabbath was, covenant was. So, Jesus had no issues. Ought not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, be healed on the Sabbath day? what has sabbath got on abrahamic promise excuse me what has law got on grace what has the curse got on the blessing do you know what christ has done for you do you know who you are no Law got nothing on grace it doesn't stand a chance Who god has blessed no man can curse as a fleeting sparrow, as a fluttering sparrow. So, a curse without cause cannot alight. I'm blessed beyond the curse. Family, whatever, eh? ancestral spirits, and all that. No, no, they ain't got nothing on me. Jesus didn't just deliver me from it, He became my ancestral demon. Yeah do you understand, do you understand he didn't just take it away, Jesus when, when, they, when they tied something and put on that altar, it was Jesus did. Jesus said "Time me time me you see and that's why Satan didn't calculate well, for if the princes of this world had known <laughs> he didn't calculate it well they tied a picture of Jesus with my body tie it. They took my name, the Nigerian version of Jesus, to the coven. Take it. Oh, may their coven scatter. No, no. See, listen. I left. Listen, I left coven scatter long ago. I don't pray for my talisman to catch fire. No, 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 no. That's not sweet. I pray. This, this is how it is now with me, son of Abraham. I pray that you have your coven like this. Eh? It's working for everybody. You take my picture. You tied it with feathers. You put it like this. Every morning you come into the shrine. The the talisman you made to kill me is fresh. (laughs) Inside your shrine. It is alive and well which means practically speaking i should be dead and gone you inspect your shrine you call up the crystal ball you see me teaching at Word and life you are surprised because according to your talisman i should be died by according to your talisman i should be sick i should be covered in boils according to your talisman i should have had an accident four years ago you check the talisman you inspect it you check the, the recipe did I get something wrong? No. The, the, the teeth of a cock, the the liver of a of a tortoise, the the the, the eyelash of a mosquito. Everything. Is absolutely complete. I did this two years ago and that person died. I did it nine years ago and that person is leprous. I did it tw- wh- wh- Why? No, no, no. No, 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 no. I don't pray for your shrine to catch fire. That's too cheap. No, no, no. no. Let your shrine be preserved nice and whole. Be looking at what should kill me every day and seeing that I'm blessed beyond the curse and there's nothing you can do about it. Nothing. Nothing. That's when you know, no, no, let, no, 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 no. Father, every Baba law, let them die. No. No, 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 no. Nobody's dying. Father and die, father and die, father and die. No, 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 nobody's dying. Don't, don't I Just be looking at me flourish. Every morning, you call me up in your water pot. I like to appear in your water pot, sir. No, I'm not going to break your water pot. No, I understand it costs you some money to buy it and to dedicate it. So keep your water pot. I don't have a mirror in my office. So every time you call me on your water pot, I will appear. they increase that trouble me many are they that rise up against me many are they that say of my soul there is no help for him in God but thou oh Lord are a shield for me you are blessed beyond the curse you cannot teach this thing without at some point preaching it it's not my fault. I can't help myself. You teach it and at some point you have to preach it. You cannot teach it without a preaching anointing coming upon you. I am blessed beyond. I cannot be cursed again. There is no such thing as double jeopardy with God. There is no such thing. It's no such thing. I can't be cursed. So if if you disobey if you disobey him now, no 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 for for me to get there Jesus has to disobey. He lent obedience by the things he suffered. And by his obedience, I've come into the blessing. I cannot come out of it because Jesus cannot disobey. So by his obedience, my blessing is guaranteed. His ob- Somebody say his obedience. Say his obedience. Say his obedience. And on that note, give him praise tonight. this message. Thank you for listening and we hope it has been a blessing to you. For inquiries and further information, please send us an email to info at or visit our social media platforms.